Welcome back to episode 129 of the Block Runner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, we react to Meta's tech reveal and what they have in store for the metaverse. Next, we look at how the metaverse will change the way we socialize and do work. Then we examine Decentraland's method to progress the metaverse to the mainstream. And finally, shouting out the metaverse of the week, Hyperfy. All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 129 of the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman. What's going on, Willis, dude? We are back for another podcast. We're going to be talking about the metaverse. Yeah, I think this is uh, the metaverse. When was the last time we did that, dude, on the podcast? It's like 2020. <laughs> for real? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that long ago. No? But. Yeah, that used to be our jam, dude. But I guess... Uh, Man, we, yeah. yeah, there were so many things happening... So but, many thesis side that were uh, being <laughs> tested. Yeah, I guess we figured since we have a regular daily segment on this channel, much more shorter form content, right? Yeah. That we inject a lot more of like variable like interests, like yeah. you know, DeFi stuff, general blockchain stuff, mm. sometimes politics and like regulatory things. Doomsday, <laughs> nuclear scenarios. Doomsday predictions, all that stuff, dude. I was like, you know what? This weekly podcast format, like, we really should hone in on our expertise. Yes. I think it's time we finally, like, seize <laughs> the fact that we're experts at something. You know? <laughs> I've never done that in my life. Yeah. Maybe except, like, in, like World of Warcraft. Yeah, you're... <laughs> <laughs> I was probably, like, a WoW expert at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you wanted to ask me, like, dude, what's the best way... To start and to like or dominate to, just to like quickly get like a flying mount or something like that or get revered for some faction is like dude i got you yeah i've been through it all <laughs> i'm the expert dude yeah. so if i was podcasting back then that's my content yeah yeah so <clears throat> i think it's time dude we hone in on this expertise and fulfill our obligations as those metaverse guys dude <laughs> Yeah. What do you think, Willis? So I totally agree. And I think the strategy that we're going to take is we want to interview everybody that's uh, in the metaverse. Yeah, dude, definitely. So if you guys know anybody, guys listening, watching, anybody building. Yeah. Even if they're just like, uh, I don't know, like, because there's a spectrum, right, of metaverse participants. Like if you're just trying to build like, uh, I don't know, dude, like a music brand in the metaverse or mm. like a, a fashion brand in the metaverse or... Uh, a game company in the metaverse, which is very difficult to do. We know very, firsthand. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody, anybody or somebody as big top end of the scale, somebody working on their own metaverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to be reaching out to the guys at Hyperfy. Yeah. We're going to talk uh, about them today since uh, they've been getting a lot of traction. Yeah. And um, a long time ago, we interviewed Sebastian from uh, Sandbox. I do remember that, dude. Long that was, time ago. I'm talking like... Back when... The metaverse I think it was, was like, like a barely a pixel in yeah. anybody's radar. I think they were just about to drop like their first the first like, land sale. like land drop. Yeah. And I bought after yeah. that interview like some of that land and dude, it was so dirt cheap. It was like 40 50 bucks per parcel and I ended up selling like like 800 bucks per parcel. Wow. Which yeah, 10x. I, 10 to 20x. 10 to 20x, yeah. yeah. That was a solid buy. So, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of point of, like, finding these founders and interviewing them, talking to them, see what they got planned, and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, it presents an opportunity, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, if we're going to be reaching a trillion-dollar metaverse industry in about a decade, yeah. it's probably time to see what everybody's thinking. Hey, how to achieve that? Yeah. Or, like, how to get that slice? Yeah. That's a pretty big pie. Yeah, I guess another pool to uh, to access is the Metaverse Standards Forum. I'm mm, sure they have some some elements know, of like. I mean, we only went to like two or three of those meetings. Yeah, but I'm talking about the people within those. Well, they're like big companies, aren't they? Most of them. Yeah. And well, yeah. why not get yeah, Samsung's yeah, yeah. thoughts on the Metaverse? But it's not actually like Samsung's thoughts. It's like Samsung's like, like, like interned. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> who they send out to those yeah. or those uh, those meetings. It's like their yeah. reps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if they really have any like insight. 
yeah like they're not re- truly representative of like what the internal like decision making of that company is as far mm-hmm. as like well i could be wrong so maybe we could spill through there you know and yeah and and, and right now i mean we do a ton of research all across the crypto space not just the metaverse right <sighs> no but, but yeah but we do a ton uh you know equal amounts of focus on the metaverse um internally i think more right well yeah I mean, because it's not just it's what we do, right? Yeah. The podcast and our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. they're more like our 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 arms of reach in terms of like getting people um, attracted to the metaverse, education on like crypto stuff and then yeah. meta- metaverse stuff. Yeah, it's also like our means to remain informed ourselves exactly. and disciplined and not have like that tunnel vision. It's like, oh, metaverse, only metaverse. It's like, yeah, no, we yeah. have to hold ourselves accountable to make sure that we are uh, uh, on top of everything. Yeah. Yeah, because there's going to be trends that are happening that are relative to the metaverse. Like uh, everything that happens in DeFi, all that stuff will be happening again in the metaverse. Totally agree. And so everything that happens in crypto is going to be relevant to the metaverse just because the yeah. uh, this is a good time to talk about like what the metaverse is okay. and what we think it is versus because what I was trying to get at was a lot of people don't even agree as to what the metaverse no. is and can be no absolutely not I, and yeah now is the best time to kind of talk about that especially because you know we just had the big facebook event well meta yeah yeah they unveiled a ton of different like technology components to yeah. what they, they think the metaverse will be and right? and it's not just a headset right no it's they're not working on tons of other stuff yeah like they're they're definitely all in on the concept of the metaverse being the next like evolution, I guess, of like social interaction. Mm-hmm. And it's more than that, like economic opportunities, uh, just just whatever the internet enabled, imagine that like times a million. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically the final form yeah. of like... Uh, the final form of the internet. Yeah. Like the next phase of that would just be like uh, in, an implant in your brain that yeah. allows you to like see whatever yeah. that chip is. Yeah. Well, they're working on that too, apparently. Or like yeah. components of that. Yeah. So yeah, surface level uh, <laughs> electrical signal sensing. So what is it, dude? Like, I guess <clears throat> in light of that, so we got like one of the biggest tech companies in the world pivoting all in on yeah. this thing called the metaverse. They're bringing in others. They may announce a big partnership with Microsoft. Yep. And we've seen their acquisitions of Activision, like multi-billion-dollar acquisitions. Like they're not fucking around either yeah. in the metaverse. Like yeah. they know. They got to position themselves. There's lots of talks about Apple with their apparently have, like a headsets on the way they too. They have their own headset, yeah. So like, this is no joke. Yeah. Even though like the public consciousness and like the sentiment is giga bear. Yeah. <laughs> nobody sees the value in the metaverse yet. They look at the like the images of it, and they feel like instant disgust. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they, it brings them to like. PlayStation 2007, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Days. Why is anybody working on the metaverse? Yeah, like this is like worse than any game I've ever played yeah. in the last 10 years. So like, yeah. but that's the thing. They think game. Right. So so what is it, dude? What do you think? What's so um, the metaverse is going to be an extension of the internet. It's just going to have it a, an additional dimension. Right? Dimension, like actual dimension. Actual dimension, right? Yeah, so when you say internet, like we're looking at a screen right here, right? Yeah. We got Google pulled up on yeah, our we screen. Got Google, we got a website. Yeah, we got I, the yeah. price of the MetaQuest Pro at fifteen hundred dollars. That's pretty nifty that the internet lets you do that, dude. You yeah. can just switch between different different tabs, different worlds, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Right. This is the MetaQuest sales world. Yeah, sales world. Yeah. Imagine their their uh, metaverse version of this. Like it would just be like a literally like a, a an immersive demonstrative yeah. scene, right? You you could. Well, it would kind of make no sense. <laughs> it's like they're trying to sell the MetaQuest Pro in like MetaQuest World. It's, yeah. it's like you already have it on. It's yeah. like, you just try it on again, guys. It's, <laughs> it's like you slapping on your avatar. Maybe be like Metaverse Inception, dude. Just keep going deeper and deeper. Yeah, and the idea is that the, uh, the Metaverse is just going to be an extension of the internet, but in a much more immersive, much more intuitive um, uh, it's, it's just going to enable, uh, different economic opportunities for people with access to the internet. Mm. And, uh, we're eventually, we're going to see virtual worlds start competing with nations, uh, via GDP and volume. 
<coughs> yeah, our friend Yatsu said the same thing recently. Um, yeah, and I have his article pulled up here. It's uh, GameFi will become the like the ultimate on border or something like that. It's uh, the third tab on your screen, dude. Is it the third? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Like conveniently skipped over literally the one you yeah, wanted. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it says, uh, Metaverse to us is a whole economy. We don't want to measure the future of these companies using profit and losses. We want to measure it in the terms of GDP, just like we can't define Ethereum's value by how much gas it generates, but rather its utility as a whole. In the mm. same way, the Metaverse is in an all-accomplishing picture. So thematically, it's a Metaverse, but practically, it's... 2019 digital ownership? Yeah, I don't know where that, that. That looks like, like a typo, a, dude. Looks like an error. <laughs> dude, come on, Coin yeah. Telegraph. Let's go, lads. Okay, let's let's up our standards a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this was posted seven hours ago, so this is like hot hot news. <laughs> hot off the presses, dude. So much so they couldn't correct the yeah. uh, it 2019s digital ownership. <laughs> yeah. What? What but nonetheless, are, are trying to say let's there? not let that detract from the main message of this paragraph, dude. Yeah. What does 2019 have to do with digital ownership? Is that like... No, dude, it's a fuck up. It has to be. Okay. All right. But nonetheless, the message here is, yeah, we've been saying this, dude. Like our whole initiative, the reason why it's so exciting to us, I guess, as founders, contributors, yeah. builders, whatever the fuck, we've been doing this shit. If you don't know... Like we've been involved in the metaverse as deep as you can be since the uh, since 2019. 2019. <clears throat> it's the it's, yeah, it's the economic for me personally. The economic and governance. I think those those are the two major implications that stick out to me the most. Mm -hmm. Like I can see, obviously, I think the it's easier to come to the uh, consensus of a definition for the metaverse being yeah, it's a social layer. We're gonna leverage it in the same way we use the internet and stuff like that, but. Not many people come to the internet to work, mm. you know what I mean? To to find livelihood or like to, to extract. I mean, you can. You can find can, ways like and to extract. YouTube and blogging and. Yeah. yeah. But in order to get into that like realm of uh, self-sustainability, it's it's very rare, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But like the a work economy, a labor economy, I think there's much more opportunity in the metaverse sense. Like mm -hmm. there's going to be more access yeah, for because there's there's an asset, there's a um, there's an untapped resource with people who have access to the internet. Yeah, and that resource is time. Yep, there's a lot of people with a lot of time, yeah. but they have access to the internet and they're not. Yeah. It's an untapped resource. The metaverse can yeah. tap into that resource and create new value. Yeah, yeah, I think we could just we can create more like vectors of uh, like complex ecosystems i guess in, in like a 3d virtual space mm -hmm. as opposed to the 2d interface of the internet itself i don't know just just imagine like just just the idea of like a, a simple sales page here on any company page you know how they have like jobs for 2d reps who you know if you need help sure sure most of those are probably bots <laughs> and then yeah, some of them yeah yeah but nonetheless, you can have those people actually physically present in the metaverse itself whenever you're trying to sell some kind of product right so that's a whole demographic of potential like workforce that can be emerged from the metaverse right yeah let's talk about how you as growing up as a gamer all of us grew up playing games yeah when experiencing a lot of the stuff that happened in these games they have a different emotional connection to like the the human body that is like in the middle of that experience there's something to that that gets us bullish about the metaverse that a lot of people have not gotten because they're not gamers. Yeah, totally. I understand that. And it's not easy to kind of portray what that is and like that it exists in the first place. Like going to a concert, that energy that you feel yeah, listening to music live with other people, like in a yeah. mass arena, yeah, like that feeling that you get can be replicated mm. in a 3d world in a 3d space. Yeah. I guess it's not <clears throat> a good, Web two representation of that, I guess, would be what like a YouTube live stream that has twenty, thirty, forty thousand viewers, mm. and we're all watching. I don't know, Foo Fighters perform or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel? I guess the best thing you could do in that experience to inspire energy is like be in the chat. Yeah, yes, yeah. The best you could do <laughs> the chat, dude. Yeah, that, that's that's what Twitch 
Twitch's whole like existence depends on like their chat features and stuff like that, right? It's the communication between users. So that in right? the context of the metaverse is well, it's actual presence. avatars. Yeah, it's presence. You know, with each other watching. Yeah. You know that Twitch stream. I can't imagine like how AIDS like <laughs> that live chat's gonna be. Yeah, with like twenty, thirty thousand avatars present, yeah. dude. That's gonna be awful. But unless I mean, you could just like it could provide new value, new reasons to come back. Yeah, it's got to be proximity based. Is what I'm saying. Like, there's no way you could like hear all the voices of no, everybody. No, definitely not. Because that would like just it'd be, be impossible. It, it would sound like a just like nothing. Yeah, like, like static sound. <laughs> yeah, but remember we watched um, that uh, Netflix documentary on VR chat. Yeah, and people like they would show a scene and there were pe- pe- people around and they're all chatting and you can hear everybody's like. Oh yeah. You can eavesdrop essentially. Yeah, that, that seems more like a genuine experience. Like, you know, like a 40, 50 people in, in the space that you're sharing with one yeah. another. There's this very specific, like, event happening around you. Yeah, or, and people are, like, chatting. Yeah, but, as you would. But what you're talking about is if you enter, like, a huge Discord and they're on a live <laughs> chat. Yeah. And, like, everybody's, like, talking on top of each other. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, there would be no like cordial, like wait for yeah, the next no. person to say what they need to say. Yeah. Right? It's not a conversational space. It's yeah. like a competition for like for dominance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Who I mean? You can make the most noise. Yeah. Unless like the event itself is so loud, like you can't even hear the people. I don't know. These are like little factors that that are going to be like different, native to probably specific verses. You know, other side is totally focusing on exactly this. Yeah. Right, because Improbable has the tech to support all these things. So that is quite the challenge, the audio aspect of it. Yeah. But that's going to be the ultimate, like, proving grounds for, for this thing you're talking about, like the yeah. energy recreation. Yeah. Can it happen in the metaverse? I think it can. Yeah. Because we saw it with the whole Fortnite thing in well, the we Travis experienced Scott it, concert. Yeah. Well, that, and we experienced it ourselves when the uh, SpaceX launch happened in Decentraland. Yeah. There's probably like 30 or 40 of us there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, man, it's hard to describe. It was just different. You had to be there, dude. You had to be there. It's <laughs> like any concert. Yeah, it's true. Like, you see your friends, they, they're like, like ah, man, that concert was badass. It was like it was the like, best thing ever. It's yeah. like, dude, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there. I yeah. didn't feel none of that. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're probably overhyping it, dude. Yeah. But at, once you're there, though, you're like, yeah. It's different. You're yeah. tapped in. So, that that's one of the huge opportunities, right, of the metaverse. <laughs> and and uh <clears throat> and it seems like to be one of the more obvious ones right yeah for sure just because it's the easiest it's like you put on a show a bunch of people watch and that's about it the more difficult experience is yeah. like there's a a game <laughs> that is persistently there yeah. all the time that you can go and play at yeah. any time yes. and like see other people playing at the same time like that's much that's, more difficult that is the difficult thing is what is going to be the persistent activities mm-hmm. i guess of yeah. the metaverse that keep people engaged and logged in and you know remaining like uh participants in yeah like, and so that's a good that's a good point to talk about vr chat the persistent activity is the fact that you can chat with strangers mm. that is the activity that is why you go into vr it's chat. true yeah you could spend all day doing that yeah yeah especially if you have like real friendships in there right or just you meet new people or you just talk to people yeah like that that is the attraction but the metaverse is that plus all the economic implications that can be developed. Well, so basically what you've just outlined is like almost all of life. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much, right? It's like yeah. you got to have a means to uh, like earn. Yes. Like we do in life. That's basically half of our living. Yeah. Like half of our lives is, is that. Well, that activity. The of majority like, of our lives is that. Is, is more than half, you think? Well, yeah. I mean... I mean, we spend eight to 10 to 12 hours a day. So yeah, roughly 40 to 60% of our life is like working, extracting value. Yeah. Right. And then there's these things like events and entertainment stuff, entertainment, yeah, yeah. social stuff. Yeah. And then socializing, you know, finding friends and identity and all that shit. So that's, that's it. So yeah, let's, let's let's see if we can think of some more. So there's like the work (laughs) aspect, right? That's going to happen in the metaverse. The social aspect is already happening. Is there any more beyond that? Love. <laughs> With that, I mean, that classifies as social, right? Uh, that, that's a social. It's like a strata, strata above. So, dude, love is like love, dude. <laughs> love is like max social. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, Can people you... people find companionship on these dating apps. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You know, you can't. 
It, yeah. It's not so much of a stretch to think that's going to happen in the metaverse, right? So especially with like Facebook's new, uh, oh yeah, facial recognition, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. So they invented. This, well, they didn't, I don't think they invented it, but <clears throat> they're pushing forward the most highest fidelity representations of yourself, right? Yeah. Which is interesting because I think a lot of the people are going to enter the metaverse to escape from themselves. I know I will. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't, you don't want, want your own avatar. No, I don't want me in the metaverse, dude. I I stay here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I want to be like a fucking banana or something. Yeah. You know, I want to yeah. be something totally foreign. Yeah, you know, and uh, but nonetheless, there's I think the for the majority, the majority of people probably will want like like their own like the normies. Yeah, not the weirdos like me, <laughs> like you know, grandmas and. Moms and dads and I'm shit. I'm not so sure. I no? I think it could be 50-50 split. Like yeah, I mean, if I'm in the metaverse, I'm gonna look like Terminator or something. Well, yeah, you know, I would, something. What, about, what do you think your mom and dad would want to be? Um, that's I don't know. Ask him, dude. It's like, would you rather, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, unicorn or like you? It's like you're in there and like you could tell it to you. Yeah. That way, like your friends and family can recognize you and stuff like that real, huh. real easily. You know what? There might be worlds for that purpose. Like you're you're hanging out with family. You're gonna be yeah. the family app. Yeah, <laughs> the family verse. Yeah, <laughs> family matters verse or something like that. Yeah. yeah, totally. So you're gonna look like yourself. Yeah, you but all... you could. You probably have the option to look like. <laughs> you can have that one like rebel of the family. He's just like fuck all you guys. Just shows up like a like a demon. Yeah, <laughs> just like piss everyone off. He's got like wings and yeah. like, yeah, like, fuck you guys, dude. It's like I don't even like you. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, so yeah, what what else is missing? I mean, she. Yeah, it's like social working. Like, oh man, I don't know if that that's probably it. Like, yeah, identity is a big one. But there's gonna be tons of ways to formulate your own identity in the metaverse. Yeah. You know, the things you wear. Things, things you, you own, own yeah. uh, the things you've done, the people mm-hmm. you know. I mean, just the same shit we, in the real life. So that's, and that ultimately, like, once you factor in everything, that that's it. That's mm-hmm. the metaverse. It's literally an, another way to exist. Yeah, yeah. You know, independent of, like, your physical. I mean, of course, your physical self matters. Like, you still have to be able to operate mm-hmm. your avatar. And, you know, you're still the, the driver of the vehicle itself that's, you know, experiencing all that. Yeah, right? and the vehicles are going to be different. It's going to be keyboard and mouse. Sometimes going to be a headset with little uh, joysticks. Yeah. And, or like um, if they face Neural links. Yeah, like the the neural sensors in your wrists where you yeah. don't have to do anything. It's yeah. It's kind of like barely gyrate, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, all that's going to factor in, dude. So it's quite complex. <sighs> I mean, we're talking about a- adding another dimension is complicated. Yeah, that's the thing. So after everything we just said, right, that's the definition or I guess the expectation of the metaverse. So yeah. then you you log in to the existing yeah. uh, attempts. <laughs> that's why you, you get articles like the one oh, yeah. uh, where it says it's, it's lonely in the metaverse. Yeah, it says... I mean, just look at the picture right there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Does that look like, you know, the ultimate existence? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not hating, dude. But I kind of am at the same time. But it's like, it's it, dude. Think of this, man. This is like a uh, Nintendo for yeah. the gaming s- space. You know what I mean? If yeah. this is in existence, this is like a very primitive version of it. Nonetheless, you could still do a lot of those core tenets <sighs> that we outlined, right? Yeah, we we have so much to say about not yeah. only this article, but they're talking about Decentraland here. And yeah, so, if you're listening, yeah, if you're listening, we're we're looking at an article by CoinDesk. It's saying DAP radar data suggests Decentraland has 38 daily active users in a $1.3 billion ecosystem. Mm. And that's basically the market cap of Decentraland right now. Yeah. And uh, and so they're showing a picture here of an avatar just looking into the wide the o- open empty space. The desolation just of... Just green grass and trees. Yeah. Um, and that's so... That's actually a very like... That's a great picture. Like now that I think about it, that's like a... What are the awards they give out to people for taking like good picks, like Pulitzer or something? Uh, I thought those are writings. Those oh, are, I don't know, dude. Okay, it's one of those, dude. Yeah. Like that, there's a lot can be interpreted from that. Yeah, this know? this. I mean, if you're looking at it from a bullish perspective, it's like this is a wide open land of like potential. That's right. That's right? an open canvas, dog. Yeah, it's a you canvas know? exactly. Yeah. 
If you're a bear. If you're a bear, this is bleak. It's very disappointing. Yeah. This is not. This is I not don't, I don't a trillion wanna, dollar thing. I don't want to exist there. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather spend time with my real friends and family in the physical world. Right? Yeah. How yeah. is this going to add anything to my yeah. experience as a human being? Right? That's, yeah. Ultimately, that's the battle we're facing, right? Not only that, I think, I think there's another wrinkle to what you're saying is uh, the Western, mm. the Western side of the planet they're not going to be quite open to the, the, <coughs> the major potential of the metaverse, which is the economic side. Yeah. And I think eventually they will be, but I think at the beginning they're, they're going to want to play call of duty rather than like, yeah, basically they're going to want to be entertained. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. So, <laughs> but at some point, I mean, look, <laughs> considering the way things are going potentially, you know, if we don't uh, have yeah. a, if the federal reserve doesn't figure out their, uh, their new kinks and you know torques. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the total wrong words. They're yeah. tweaks, not <laughs> kinks. Tweaks, and uh, yeah, some some potentially levers. the West might become much more interested in like you know <laughs> identifying new uh, economic opportunities, right? Yeah, yeah, that's very possible. But it's possible. Um, but even like we, we keep throwing that around, dude. It's like. We say it so freely and like so confidently, like, oh yeah, economic opportunity, the metaverse, like as if there is some. Um, as if there is some. Well, there is some, right? It's not big. It's not to, not big enough to support like an entire yeah. country, like. <laughs> but I guess Infinity did. Yeah, because yeah, this is like a a work in progress, like figuring out like sustainable economic models, and we think that's the most important thing. Yeah, it is the most important thing, and it and it's also one of the more complex things, just because there's so many factors and <sighs> personalities—not personalities, but personas—that are involved in the metaverse. Yeah. Because you have the landowner, then you have the content builder, you have the content itself, yep. then you have the experience yep. of that content, right? Yeah. And then, and how do you package all that together to produce something of value? <laughs> yeah, where right. everyone's aligned. Yeah. With the correct incentives Wait, to support that. Yeah. Not just the participants and like the, the contributors, but also whoever's on the other end to perceive that value and then right. give it the, the production of or the yield, whatever it is, this ecosystem has yeah. is responsible of creating. Yeah. And, and think about like yeah. designing this economic system where in this design, you have to require a resource and the most mm -hmm. prevalent and most valuable resource is time. Who has the mm -hmm. most time? It's a demographic mm -hmm. that is not Western, right? Yeah. And so that demographic needs to contribute that resource into that experience yeah. to create new value and <coughs> yeah, therefore think, an economy. I think that's actually the biggest component. I, I think since we're all human beings, I think we do recognize that as innately valuable. It's people's time, people's mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. work and labor. It's the single most valuable resource. There's yeah. no there's no backseas. There's no yeah. uh so that, that's the most important thing. If you can like harbor like human activity to yeah. produce something, something of digital goodness, yeah, whatever it is, whether it's some kind of service or product that, you know, can be consumed by others, that has innate value to it just because of what went into the production of it. Like, you know, you can go back to the argument of like AI automation production versus human production of things, you know? Yeah. You know, whenever some human being comes to you and serves you your meal at a restaurant, like you just innately feel a little bit of a obligation to support that person. That's why we tip them and stuff like that. You yeah, know? for sure. If a robot came by and did the exact same, you wouldn't need to do that. You wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't even feel the obligation to do that. That's what I mean. It's like it's just this thing of like we're all shared human <laughs> beings. We all know we're all in the same like you know predicament what it is? of life because we can you know empathize. I mean? Yeah, we know I mean. somebody else is spending their time to serve you food. Yes. And it's like, thank you for your service, right? You yeah, you them. know, you know that person's got problems in life. You That's know, right. they got kids, they got this, they got that, you yeah. know, they got sick family members. Right. AI bots and stuff, they're not gonna have to deal with none of that. Yeah. You know, so there's really no reason to be sympathetic unless Unless they start <laughs> unless they start, <laughs> you know, crying and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, dude. It's like Siri. She chimes yeah. in, it's like, I feel sad. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? What about me, you guys? <laughs> like then it's like fuck. Yeah. Then we got a problem. It's like now I got to factor in. Yeah, a whole new like ethics. Uh, yeah, yeah, a whole new a life source. Layer. Exactly. Yeah. So 
So that's, that's what we mean. Like if we can get more human contribution, participation in the metaverse, then value production will be like a natural mm. result, I think. Yeah, now that I think Hopefully. about it, AI really throws a wrench in a lot of this stuff. <sighs> of course. Yeah. Because now AI has way more time than any human, right? So again, but yeah, but, but yeah, so you have to be able to distinguish. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like debating with amongst my among myself like if we knew AI did this thing and like a human did this thing, like will we value it the same? The or not? same, right? I don't know. That, that's so weird. I guess there's different layers of value too. Like there's actual like objective value of things. Like even if AI produced it or not, like it's it's just objectively like so valuable. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. So uh, going back to this article. Um, yeah, yeah. Just to sum up the article real quick, right? Yeah. So let's, it says there's 38. Daily active users. 38 daily active users. This article has since been updated. Yeah. Um, and it, it went pretty much viral, I guess, amongst the Decentraland community. Yep, yep. Yeah, and so there was a, a, a group of uh, Decentraland citizens that created their own um, emote, emote to yeah. commemorate this mistake. Yeah, like something like this. <laughs> so I can't even do it, dude, but it's, it's an eight. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Damn it, dude. I can't do it. But yeah. It, it, yeah it, it can be interpreted as uh as a lot of ways <laughs> remember this lives on the internet forever <laughs> i know i know i was really trying to demonstrate there but basically yeah. if you don't know you can custom about things in decentraland now but this whole 38 thing became such a like a fucking movement uh, yeah this yeah. is like the BLM of like the metaverse at the moment. Like yeah. I like I've never seen the metaverse community felt so attacked and like respond and, and so respond so <coughs> aligned. Aligned, yeah. Yeah. So nonetheless. So um, uh, so anyway, the uh, the update to the article is now pointing towards the actual <laughs> metrics of Decentraland, and they're averaging roughly about eight thousand daily active users. Yeah. Versus the claim of thirty eight. Yeah. Um, which is still. <laughs> It's still in the title. Yeah. Right. So it was clickbait, right? So it is absolutely clickbait. Yeah. And like within the article itself, they, they debunked it. They, yeah. And then. But that, they didn't update their. Yeah. Know, it's, it, this it was a great by design. Yeah, great, actually, piece of yes. journalism. Like it got everyone riled up. Yeah. This is exactly what the writer was supposed to do. Right. Yeah. They did their job. Absolutely. Shout out yeah, Cameron, Cameron Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> right on, Cameron. Yeah. Keep on the fucking good work, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But nonetheless, it pissed off a lot of people because they didn't interpret it like the way you, you and I are, right? Like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? How do you spread misinformation like such? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare thee? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're out here fucking parting it up, dude, in yeah. hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. how do you not see this? Right. You know what I mean? But he saw it. He knows. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I think there's, I don't know. Like, um, <clears throat> so, I mean... So, I mean, I think we've said everything to say about this article, but what I really wanted to talk about is why Decentraland is doing it right, hmm. right? Yeah. As far as, like, our definition of the metaverse, why is Decentraland doing it right? Yeah. And um, and so because Decentraland, not only, like, the ethos, they're following the ethos of crypto be, being decentralized and completely owned NFT land content owned by the users and everything. Yeah. So that's besides the point. I'm yeah. talking about the the functional foundation of constructing a metaverse that could support trillion dollars worth of economic value. Mm. And that and we feel like the way to do that is to create a world that is built by the community. And it has the so remember we laid out like you laid out the uh, actors, I guess, personas mm -hmm. of all the different participants in the metaverse. And then we laid out all the different expectations of what we, we feel the metaverse should like provide us as yeah. citizens, users, whatever, experience, travelers. The only way to achieve that is through the incorporation of like unbelievably, unbelievable functionality yeah. <laughs> like present within the ecosystem itself, right? right? Like there has to be something enabling that. You can't expect all these like, you know, human emotions to be satisfied in like a static verse, right? One that doesn't allow you to interact with anything yeah. to, you know, uh, not participate in any like activity. Yeah. If you're going to create some, some kind of economic or eco 
or, or ecosystem of value through the participation of, of people who we've identified that, you know, innately through their contribution, produce things of value. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, these things that they're producing have to, again, provide value to other classes, other participants in the yes. ecosystem. So yeah, again, that thing, these things have to be functional and have utility. Yes. And the only way to do that is what? Is through an SDK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's to me yeah this is this is the thing decentraland got right and it's it's unbelievable to me that since then we've seen all these metaverses roll out yeah and not not a single real yeah. robust sdk in on the horizon for like content yeah. you know utility implementation yeah in the verse itself you know it's it's unusual but it could be an indicator of where we are in terms of like how early things are mm. it could be but but that's not to say that there are other types of metaverses that are doing it differently that may not support a trillion dollar ecosystem, mm -hmm. right? Because there's no activity, there's no engagement, mm. there's no nothing to do in those worlds besides look around, mm. right? And uh, it, that could be another indicator that we're that early that they haven't built their SDK and that functionality and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but by the looks of things. Um, very few are working on SDKs. Now we have Decentraland with an SDK, Vault Hill working on an SDK, Other Side, Hyperfy. Yeah, I guess there o are some OVR over. Yeah, yeah, there's 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 some out there for sure, and yeah, I think the at some point the market's going to demand it, right? Like, is it, yeah, it, exactly, yeah. exactly. Right now the market doesn't even know what they want. Right, right now the market doesn't even know like why to even log yeah. in in the first place. Right. Right, so if if we haven't even broken that barrier yet, we can't expect them to demand like the the fucking <laughs> fundamental necessities of again existing. Right, mm -hmm. it's like shit, dude. I can't live here. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, looking at from the Web two perspective, you have huge companies, Microsoft buying Blizzard. Right, yeah. only one reason to buy Blizzard from Microsoft is well, they have an entire platform of gaming. Right, mm -hmm. so could be Xbox, could be the Metaverse. Right, Blizzard's one of the best game developers out there. And we have um, Facebook completely changing their name to to uh, Meta, and they're developing all these technologies to support the idea of the metaverse. Right? We got avatars that look like really good representations of our human bodies. They have sensors on top of their on top of skin that recognize electrical signals. Mm -hmm. um, they have headsets that now are tracking your eyeballs so that your avatar can also look around. Yeah. And recognize emotion, right? And like recognize facial, emotion. Yeah. Facial movements and stuff. Yeah. 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 So, these are all like good so, little incremental steps for sure. Yeah. yeah. So we have huge, you know, nearly trillion dollar companies making these big bets in the metaverse. You have to think that the, the mainstream will eventually, yeah. you know, align with that. Yeah, for sure. A thousand percent. Um, <clears throat> and so and in order to support a trillion dollar ecosystem, what what is the foundation of a metaverse of a virtual world need to have? Mm. And it's to me, it's going to be the construction of the world by developers create having an uh, an app layer where developers can make content that could be deployed to any land. Mm. Right. Yeah. So that that to me is what's going to support a oh, multi-trillion yeah. dollar ecosystem. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, <clears throat> the application layer itself simply means what? Like uh, just being able to uh, for developers to, again, implement these these utilities, this functionality yeah. through through content itself. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, there's other things that kind of support this from a regulatory standpoint. I mean, we had a we had another 20 minute video come out recently. By the time you watch this, it, I think it would be already out. But we were talking about how the SEC is now looking into the other side, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And so now when whenever you create a virtual world, you have to make sure that if you're going to be selling land, that you don't develop anything on that land because now you are passing the Howey test, which is not good. Yeah. And so the developers of these worlds will now have to rely on the community to make content. Mm. Right. That's going to be sort of like forced by regulation. Yeah, it's true. It could be standardized right now because, yeah, just uh, the land sale mechanism is a good fundraising mm -hmm. tool, which is uh, already one of the uh, core tenants to the Howey test. Yeah. So like if you're, if you're using the ideation of like minting digital land for the, uh, you know, the, the purpose of a sale <laughs> event. Yeah. yeah. You're already on their list. 
<laughs> yeah. You're under the radar. Right? I mean, because so. it that's exactly what Howie did in yeah, 1946 yeah, yeah. case. He had yeah. a bunch of land. Yeah. He partitioned pieces of the land, sold it to people. Yep. Right. Yep. In yep. that time, NFTs obviously didn't exist, but imagine those were NFTs. Yeah. And what he did was he planted a bunch of orange trees and sold oranges and then paid everybody their cut of the sale. Yeah. So those people who bought those partitions basically sat on their. Yeah. They, they didn't do anything and they nothing. just earned money. Right. It's like, thanks, bro. Thanks for all the hard, diligent work, dude. And, you know, yeah. thanks for, you know, being a good Howie and uh, <laughs> see you later, dog. I'll yeah. Take my profits to the booty club or something like that. Yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. Right. So. So what that, the metaverse equivalent of that is basically like divvy up the land, uh-huh. take their money uh-huh. and uh, just build everything yes. on behalf of these land possessors. Yes. And uh, hope maybe through that there's some value being created and uh, revenue being generated, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And therefore. So that. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then so, the SEC knocks on your door yeah. and says, hey, do you remember Howie? Yeah. And so, yeah, that. You know, eventually it's going to become well known. Yeah, I think that that, you that can't is do that. yeah that that is the clarity. I think this whole metaverse sector needs just for like hundred percent crypto hundred percent crypto uh, projects need a lot of clarity. Yeah, that's why they're hoping to get it out of this Ripple case. Yeah, uh, you know Go whatever ahead. they end up talking about staking and stuff like that. Yeah. You know the future yeah. these future potential ripples that SEC is going to throw out wrenches whatever. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is a big one. Like, this is one that once the SEC is has make a declaration, like you cannot do these things, guys. Yeah. Then we know from there. But I think we're already kind of predicting what's going to happen, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's. I mean, it seems obvious uh, once you really look <laughs> at it. God damn it, dude! Here it comes. <laughs> I guess here, it, here, there it went. There it went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't know, dude. I mean, it should, it should I, be obvious, but I mean. But nonetheless, hopefully it becomes like. But here's well the thing. Here, here's there's like this uh, this curveball. Yeah. It's like if you're outside of the United States, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You just cannot sell securities to Americans. You can't do it unless they're accredited. Yeah, but that means you have to KYC like everybody, right? Then yeah, if you're doing a land sale, everyone has to KYC. Which, yeah, which the overhead of that, you know, it's <laughs> not free anymore to like sell NFTs. Now you have yeah. to like. But it's doable, and it it's will, doable. and it will be done if it means like these outside U.S. participants still get their chance at you know, fat gains, right? Because we saw it with IDOs and ICOs. It's true. Like, so that like, means those worlds may yeah. have a development team that intends to build on all the land owned by everybody else. Yeah, you just gotta. They just gotta. If you want to be a part of this KYC, just yeah. make sure you're not part of these. You know, and it's not just the United States. I think it's like a whole. Oh slew yeah, of it countries, is. It actually. is a list of countries for sure. Yeah. So I mean. It's, so yeah, I mean, I feel like we're gonna see that. We are gonna see that. We probably will see that. And then, then, but the, the way to circumvent this is what you're saying is just it's okay to sell a bunch of land and like you know lay out the foundations, but give the tools yes. to the community and the developers to just build value on their own. Yeah. And like let them structure their own DAOs, let them have their own treasury. Yes. These are a lot of the f- fundamental things the Central Land did correctly. Yes. So they did it like way before everybody else. Yeah, but but because of the results of this is, you know, it's it's hard, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's much easier for like you know the guys who just raised you know hundreds of millions of dollars selling land to build some game with yeah. all that money, right? It's just way easier. Hmm. It's it's how humanity has constructed so many good things like through this like. Yeah. standard hierarchy model of like, you know. Yeah, like raising funds. Well, raising funds and building like a business structure that to to construct a company or something of value, a product, whatever. You know, another thing, another... Con- this thing. whole, uh, yeah, all I'm saying is like the decentralized approach to that has not been proven. And that's why it's so difficult. Yeah, right? I mean, that's why Decentraland looks yeah. like they took pictures <laughs> of this, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're right. It hasn't been proven, but it seems to me there, there's a lot of factors that contribute to our conclusion of this and mm-hmm. one of those factors is if you decide to sell a bunch of land raise a hundred million dollars right mm-hmm. and and the, the team decides to build on top of that land some sort of experience making a game or any experience in the digital space in the 3d space is very difficult and very costly you could spend a hundred million dollars and get a pretty lackluster game yeah it's it's happened before yeah i think it, it happens pretty often yeah, yeah yeah so it may not make business sense to make to actually build out you know an entire virtual world built by a single team 
I totally agree. Because it's such a high-risk scenario. What would make more sense? Just to focus on the tools? On the tools. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm right there with you, dude. <laughs> so so and that's you, what I mean. There's yeah. a lot of things contributing to this conclusion. It's not just like, you know, some yeah. bias, like, outtake, you know? Yeah, I guess it's the reason why things are the way they are is I guess uh, we haven't been burnt, meaning, like, we haven't gotten deep enough into the metaverse, like, maturation to for for the, not not just founders and project yeah. developers and stuff like that to to understand these things but mm. like the public themselves like w- the industry hasn't been burnt as a collective yet yeah i see you're you right you know what i mean so, so that's they, why they, they're not, they need a public burning and essentially oh, what you're saying yeah yeah we need some people to like die on the stake yeah. you know publicly <laughs> for their mis- misgivings <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> just like they always do dude yeah. like through any and then that's how the, the markets mature and then they they grow up a bit and they expect more and they demand yeah like um accountability they demand you know yeah, yeah. real innovation and they demand things and before you know it like we're not stupid anymore <laughs> yeah before you yeah. know it, we have a trillion dollar ecosystem that's right yeah yeah and we're actually building like sustainable shit yeah things that people really want yeah like, things that actually eventually humanity you know in a decade time. you're gonna see an article that says decentraland competes the gdp of france well yeah hopefully decentraland but some metaverse, or some yeah. metaverse maybe the metaverse yeah that that's always yeah and once that happens then it's, you got a whole yeah. other story it's yeah like, uh-oh. <laughs> Then uh, Big Gov is coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, aren't you my citizen? Don't you owe us taxes? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because you guys are siphoning away our humans. Yeah, <laughs> they're spending all their time in your virtual worlds, dude. And like, you know, they're See, not. That's the crazy thing about the metaverse is that the citizens of a particular virtual world is going to be across the globe. Yeah, exactly. That's what's so insane. You could literally the metaverse enables a, a country bigger than any country that exists. Thousand percent. Yeah. That's and I mean that's why we're so fascinated with like the potential of this because it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Facebook is making a big bet, spending ten billion dollars on this initiative. Yeah, that means they understand this, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't sacrifice like everything they've yeah. built to like uh, position themselves as like the leaders yeah. of all of this. Yeah. Unless like Mark Zuckerberg truly has just lost it. He watched Ready Player One a little too many times. <laughs> And like he just I don't know, dude. Yeah. He just really wants to like see it. You know, that's his only motivation. But doubtful. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. No, no, not at all. <sighs> but speaking of the metaverse, so now that we're gonna regularly talk about these things, yeah. Um another thing we want to do is to feature at least one verse per podcast. Yeah. Right? Just because I mean, there's a lot of them spinning up, right? And uh over the years we've pretty much only talked about Decentraland. <laughs> It's because yeah. that's where we're most deeply integrated with because of all the reasons we already outlined. Yeah. Robust SDK, you know, uh, probably a uh, regulatory compliant like framework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things like this. Yeah. So, but but nonetheless, there's other people out here building. So, uh, yeah. One so that caught our attention is called HyperFi. HyperFi, right? yeah. So, uh, the founder of this uh, metaverse, his name's Ash. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we talk to him every now and then. And he's building a virtual world that uh, that will have an SDK. And I think we have an update here. So he tweeted recently. He's like, excited about our 2.0 release because it gives people tools to build game mechanics and interactivity without writing any code. So we're (laughs) calling them apps. But the cool thing is people who can code can also build and share their own apps. And so now they're showing a video of someone modifying like functionality of an elevator. Um, but the point here is, is that so this is interesting because the, the zeitgeist of apps <laughs> in the metaverse is starting yeah. to take hold. It really is. I, I don't think anybody was talking about apps in the metaverse before us. I mean, yeah, no way. Yeah. Because again, we were the ones creating them for Decentraland because that was the only verse that could, that supported, support it. supported that type yeah. of uh, content with, uh, with utility, uh, like, <clears throat> collectively that that when combined can be like application grade like as far as like the this the value it can provide you as like a a user of the metaverse right that's what apps are for yeah when you're on the internet you leverage apps to do useful things for you right Mm -hmm. this app keeps track of my goals i just write them down yeah i could schedule like i don't know life events with this app yeah this other app fucking communication app 
Yeah, this one this Chat. one just takes my shekels and then distributes them to like different investment platforms on my behalf. Yeah. You know, there's things like that. That's all useful, right? So And all that will apply still in the metaverse. Yeah. But the point is like, yeah, the reason why these apps exist is because of what? Because we have a, a communication layer called the internet. Yeah, I guess. Anything else on top of that? Is it just the communication stuff? I mean, we have all these coding frameworks and stuff for people yeah. to build, I guess, functions yeah. that are uh, that, that users can interact with, you know? So that that's all we're advocating for. Right. It's just to bring, inject more coding standards into the metaverse, I guess, for developers to do the same thing. Yeah, uh, but, you know, with the construction of the internet, we've had so many platforms and so many... So many different platforms where there's there's applications developed on top of those platforms called cross-platform applications mm. that they use abstraction layers. True. And all of a sudden, you can build a single application that can run on multiple platforms, such as iOS and, and uh, Android. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And um, so these things that naturally evolve based on the solidification of the platforms that have built the internet. Yeah. And so the same thing will happen with the metaverse. There's going to be like, for example, Unity and Unreal Engine, uh, the SDKs for those, they might be the foundation of all the future metaverses. Mm -hmm. And so those will have their own abstraction layer, which we're currently in development of. And, and then now developers will come to our SDK, build an application. All of a sudden they can run on both Unity and Unreal Engine worlds. Mm. So this is a natural progression of the construction of the metaverse, right? These are naturally going to well, whether we build them or not they're going somebody's going to build them yeah right so most importantly the thing that enables a trillion dollar ecosystem are going to be the apps it's the same thing why the internet is so prevalent as it is is because it's useful oh, yeah yeah i mean that's why I, we stay logged in like all day right. basically i mean i i gave an analogy it's like what if what if you purchased a laptop and the only thing it was running was an operating system yeah what think about the things you could do with an operating system I wouldn't do much, dude. You, you couldn't do much. <laughs> I couldn't do anything at all, actually. Like you would have to develop all the applications that you yeah. need a word and, and uh, you know, all these apps that you need to like get your stuff done. Like you couldn't do anything with operating system. That's what a metaverse is, is an operating system. It's a laptop. It's just a laptop <laughs> with an operating system. Yeah. yeah. That's a great way to, to uh, conceptualize it all. And, you know? and so now so how, how does anybody expect that? You know, so what the deuce? Why, so, why, why are these founders of metaverses not? enabling know. apps it, it shouldn't that be like an obvious thing if you're like a I feel like, like it a, should be like a developer like, yeah yeah let me spin up this world that nobody can do anything in and, and so ash so <laughs> just to add I mean? ash is going next level here so he's not only is he building sort of like a builder type tool where people can just like drag and drop stuff and yeah. which is cool but not only that he's also building a drag and drop tool that outputs code that you can then edit mm -hmm. and uh and so that's that's exactly what Decentraland is going for in their next version of the SDK. So this opens up like a, an angle for the creator economy, right? Where yeah. you can contribute your own app. It's basically, it's, it's kind of like a meta. It's a yeah. functional content yeah. piece of 3D content that has like some embedded uh, code pieces that, you know, I guess can be adjusted by yeah, the individual owner, I guess, of that asset. For sure. Therefore, you can mix and match them just like you can with metas and stuff. But then they, you can, theoretically, if if the creator economy becomes so robust, like create whole games with these things, right? Just yeah. just by distributing like this type of content and then allowing the users to you know adjust individual functions of them, right? Yeah. So yeah, but cohesively it forms like you know something of value. And so we we've spent roughly. 30, 35 years with the internet, and we have very similar types of applications mm -hmm. where you can build an entire website, sort of like a drag and drop, but in these types of websites, like for example, Webflow, which is great, you yeah. can build a website and you can output the code and then you can edit that code to make it, to make the website do whatever you want, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I feel like the metaverse, and in this case, Ash, he's, he's building something similar. Like yeah. you drag and drop a bunch of stuff into your world and then you can edit the code to make it do something unique. Yeah, see, that's what's interesting. I think it's a large contributor to why a lot of these metaverses don't don't come with SDKs. It's because they understand that's very limiting. Like to, they, It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to create an SDK to enable all these functionalities. 
yeah but but it, independent of that maybe it's it's better just to create like the most i don't know like user-friendly t- no code tools basically like because it seems like that's, that's the prevalent like strategy yes but the problem with that is you're left with <laughs> either worlds that are maybe not empty like this but they're filled with useless stuff less stuff to look at basically yeah just like dioramas but depending on your builder right they could they could there's things that can be done but yeah again if we're talking internet utility like you need developers there's no builder that's going to provide that right no no definitely not yeah if we're gonna fulfill those definitions of the metaverse like it's it is the the value encompass the value that the internet encompasses but into in a spatial environment yeah yeah, the only way to do that is through uh, development. Yeah. <laughs> like so, hard coding. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the analogy of the laptop and the operating system. So you buy this laptop, only thing on there on the operating system. So what thing could you build on top of this operating system that would facilitate a trillion dollar ecosystem? Uh, me individually? or well, like Yeah, anyway. just in general, like from a, a wide perspective, like... What are the things that can be built on top of an operating system that would facilitate a trillion dollar? Well, I don't know. Like it's, it just, that that kind of happens after like many, many, many years of developers figuring out their contribution. Right. Right. But they would be building apps for that operating system. Yeah. That's what we saw happen. Yeah. Right. And that's what made Microsoft a trillion dollar company. Okay. That is what made Apple a trillion dollar company. Mm -hmm. I mean, the application layer is the single most important layer in any Mm-hmm. foundation yeah and so we're not there yet uh, from the metaverse perspective yeah we don't even have a, many of the foundations kind of set but it yeah. is the application layer that's going <laughs> to enable what goldman sachs grayscale city predicting a trillion dollar ecosystem yeah dude i'm i'm in your camp dog <laughs> i'm right there with you dude 100 uh it's just one of those like unfortunate um re- realizations once you are as deeply in the space as we are and you you see out there like nothing supporting this yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean nothing supporting the idea that applications are this valuable yeah other than decentraland what it is we're building and like these individual emerging actors like a hyperfi yeah. and uh hopefully the other side because they've publicly stated that they want to do a uh an sdk so yeah. hopefully it comes through um, yeah, I think that's, these are videos of HyperFi. Yeah. These are people like, you know, they built their own spaces, leveraging their tech. Damn. And you could fly. Yeah. So you're right. It's, it is kind of interesting. There's not a whole lot of support of kind of like our thesis of yeah. the trillion dollar metaverse, yeah. but it, it is going to get there. There's no other explanation. How, how do you build a trillion dollar metaverse without applications? It doesn't make any sense. No. We might, yeah, we're going to have boom and bust cycles, I think, before we get there for sure. Yeah. Just like any other thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, HyperFi, the big news with you guys. Congratulations on selling out their first batch of a thousand parcels. There it is. Not parcels, worlds. worlds. That's the difference. Yeah, they don't sell parcels. Yeah. They sell worlds. Yeah. And I think that the cap is 10K. So, yeah, if you were lucky enough to grab the first, one of the first thousand, you got the basically the lowest entry price yeah. i think uh, we got one right yeah we got some land yeah uh we're gonna experiment we're gonna experiment in their world build with their uh tools see what we can do with it hopefully we can build some kind of integration one day yeah with the metas and such because that's what we're doing we're trying to integrate anywhere we can right yeah. so yeah ash if you want to come on the podcast to uh to talk about hyperfy and uh, kind of get your thoughts and pick your brain about what you think the metaverse yeah. is going to turn into totally we'd be happy to have you on and uh you know have a little chat about that um and yeah yeah obviously congratulations selling a, a thousand worlds it's yeah a big deal. basically with no marketing just word of mouth people are yeah. yeah i mean you're you're they're building uh functional content which again it seems like gold these days yeah. like you know enabling that in your metaverse so i think you know people who are in the know of what's needed they're, they're starting to identify that and see the value in that and they're positioning right yeah. it's like they want to take part so looking forward to uh the future i guess for hyperfy yeah absolutely 
Um, I just saw this. Just kind of change the subject. <laughs> okay. What jury, we got over there, dude? Whoa, no way. Alex Jones must pay $965 million in Sandy Hook defamation trial. Dude, he's done. Dude, there's no way he's got that kind of bank. Yeah. Is this a live shot of like, oh, no, it's 35 minutes long. This is the shot where he takes the this cyanide is, pill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> fucking checks out, dude. He's like, no yeah. way. No, dude, that's uh, crazy. So yeah, we're kind of looking. If you're listening, we're looking at Twitter and like yeah the side panel here with all the updates, and we saw this and mm. damn, dude, defamation's like serious, dude. Nine hundred and sixty-five million. <laughs> that's basically. There's no way dollars. he has a billion dollars. Absolutely not. Yeah, look at that look on his face, dude. That's that's a look of despair. despair. <laughs> yeah, it's like God dang it. Yeah, t- he took it the worst in this uh, cycle. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, if you think you're suffering in this bear market, dude, yeah. exceeding, you know, oh, billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, anyway, so I think that's it. We definitely talked about what the metaverse is, what we think the metaverse will become. Yeah, we're gonna how to how to enable a trillion dollar metaverse <laughs> economy. Yeah, basically going to rehash like different variants of this same conversation every week. Yeah, we're going to be saying the same thing every week. <laughs> Just about. We're yeah. like injecting as much news as we can, obviously introducing to you guys new verses and stuff and, you know, what what's emerging because clearly like there's there's a lot of, you know, early stage things happening, like more and more marketplaces spinning up, more and more metaverses himself like just a lot of yeah everyone's everyone's preparing for the inevitable um, that's right metaverse cycle yes so you definitely if you're interested in that kind of type of content you want to be on the forefront and you want to have the opportunity to i guess get in early on some of these emerging ecosystems it's definitely the channel to pay attention to subscribe yeah this is it like this content yeah please subscribe to our youtube channel we're very close to ten (laughs) thousand. And um, and also follow us on Twitter at the Blockrunner at Metazone.io and at Rovi AI. And until the next podcast episode, I appreciate it. Peace. <laughs>